bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Hello and welcome back to another exciting adventure in Bone Thrower's Theater. This is Johnny playing Jer... Not Jer Land. <laughs> That's my line. That's his line. <laughs> I played Chive North, not Jer Land. And this is Jeremy playing Julian Illix. This is Jeff actually playing Jer Land. This is Aaron playing Sam Falouche. <laughs> and I'm Jordan, and I am council executive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the council for the council. So... We found out that Sam made a mistake. Oh, that's what you think. It's a small frame gentleman. The small frame gentleman. <laughs> so the conversation I was going to have between there is, you don't know that Sam left. All you know is that Sam said, well, me and my companion hours. have business here. And then now you know that he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that was it's still several Ooh. hours later, so. Honestly, Julian would not suspect because, okay. because you said that you were actually working for him. Okay. I was going to say, an, an, an untrusting individual might wonder what kind well, of... Well, I wouldn't say he's not untrusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying yes. the bits of information don't add up to that. Okay. Me and Abel ganking his father. Yes. So Julian legitimately does not suspect okay. that you were involved. Okay. But Gerland and Julian are both on the way to the hospital to analyze the body, I guess, to, to find out what's going on. A reading of the minds. Uh, yeah, if this old lady can lead me there without getting arrested. So well, Sam had tried to reason with Abel, uh-huh. and that did not go well. That did not go well. And Chime is singing like a bird. He is putting tweet 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 lady tweet tweet. He's rocking Robin, just making sure that the military knows all the information. Let's go ahead and start with time. Alrighty. You've been sitting in a holding room for quite a while. Yeah. And um, the major, what was his name again? Greer. Greer. This this major. Yes. Greer. Greery. 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 Greer is from Jack Ryan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> have you all seen that? I have not yet seen it. I haven't it. watched it. But that's the reoccurring character in the yeah. in the whole franchise. Yeah, 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 so correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that specific one. Okay. Major? Lieutenant? How can I help you? Well, at this point you're free to go. Thank you very much. Um is there anything that you all require of me? Stay in the seal well, city, obviously. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> won't go far. Um at this point, it would be best for you to stay out of trouble. <laughs> That's typically my goal, yes. You are to have no further contact with anybody who is one of your separation cases while you are in a leave status. Also, be sure to make sure that you report to your, your doctor 
Captain Perry? I was planning on it. Uh, for all scheduled appointments. That was the plan. All right. And if we have any questions, we will we will meet you in contact. Very well. Understood. You are able to leave your house, uh, leave the, the prison. They give you back your effects, you know, your, you know, your watch, your wallet, your, your identity card, and all that fun stuff. All the things that you need to make you you in this society. No, I specifically did not bring my pistol with me to the park. And you are able to go back to your home if you would like, or maybe somewhere else if you would so choose. At this point, I'm just going to go back to my place. Okay. It's been a few days since you've been there. There's some nails piling up a little bit outside the door. And there's a stench because uh, that's also where uh, Sam, Julian, and Abel went to shower. Oh, oh that's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. How did you guys get in? Sam. Just opened the door. He went no, he, oh, he did, he a did his thing. thing. And then Julian was like, so that's how you did it. So did you leave the, the, <laughs> did you, did you leave the, the door open? Locked? Or did you leave the door open? I don't remember if we discussed it. No, we didn't discuss it. Um, Even Rod. I mean, <laughs> Sam, you had said that you would have locked. It, it was a friend. It was it was a, a, a contact location. So I imagine I would have locked it because treating it like a little bit of a safe, safe house. Yeah. Okay. So your door is locked. And I guess the mail that would have been on the step has been taken inside. Interesting. You find it on a pile. Um, on your your key stand. <laughs> uh, do I notice anything unusual inside the house besides the mail? Um, there are some used towels lying on the floor of the bathroom. Interesting. A little moldy. <laughs> and like the sewer. Yeah. Uh huh. The towel shouldn't smell like the sewer. Towel should smell like. Well, your bathroom floor smells like the sewer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Did you guys leave him a note or anything? I did not. Sam did not. All right, well, I clean up a little bit, and because uh, no, nothing seems out of place, nothing's missing other than towels and mails, everything's normal. Okay. I'm confused by it, but there's nothing. You notice that if you go to run the like the water cap, uh-huh. uh, the, the pressure is low. It's just a little trickle. It's not surprising. For a while, that will be the case. Mm-hmm. Let's see, who do I have contact information for? Just Sam? I think so. Mm-hmm. You know where Julian lives. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. Um, but he's unlisted. There's, he's listed. There's a number. He's just no There's just, it just rings. Yeah. All the time. And would you know where Jer lives? We I've just barely met Jer. Yeah. Okay. And you were drunk. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I would call Sam's house. All right. See if there's any answer at all. Yeah. Pick up the phone. Sam speaking. Sam, this is Chime. Chime? Where you been? Very long story. You want to meet somewhere and... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to meet somewhere and talk about it? That's difficult to do. I can meet you at your place. We're going to have to meet someplace very public and coincidence. Uh, I've been instructed... Not to associate with the officers I have helped leave the army. I think so, we would, I think we'd be hard pressed to arrange a coincidence right now. Uh, yes. So or a public meeting. <laughs> <laughs> if you could 
get here with absolutely nobody seeing you, then that's a possibility. I think I could manage that. Have you met him? I have, Her? but I don't know all of his it? abilities. No. Any of them? <laughs> they? Us. So, yes, I have lots to tell. Okay. What, what time would you like me to get there? I need at least, I need enough time to sweep my house to not eliminate the bugs that are in my house that I know are there, but to make it so they are blind what they need, what I don't want them to know. You have done that before you even tried to pick up the phone. Well, no, I'm not worried about the phone. Huh. I'm not. Huh. Okay. As Julian. <laughs> oh, I'm not, I'm not worried about the phone. <laughs> because okay. I, know the, I know what they can do with the phone. You know, they can listen to all the conversations they want. But in a catastrophe like this, with nobody able to go anywhere, the systems are overwhelmed. So the earliest I could be there is at about three hours. Let's make it five hours from now. That sounds like a plan. I think so. Well, and I did, I did comparison, you know, Sam to Chime's place versus the hospital to Julian's place. It took Julian four hours. So it's a yeah. little bit shorter between Sam and Chime's place. At least there's some nice wide avenues, you know, <laughs> for you to walk down. Yeah, for you to walk down in dark. So yeah, and that's my next step is to uh, scan my house. Go ahead and make me a roll. Investigation. Mm-hmm. And the perception. Yeah, because you're you're looking okay. around. You're trying you're trying to use your skills to to suss out where these are. You're trying to be yeah. both a little deceptive and perceptive at the same time. Yeah. Okay, uh, you do find some bugs. Well, I knew I would. Yeah. You find something in the living room, uh, in a lamp. I, I know where some were already, but I wanted to find the ones that didn't know where they were. The new ones. You find one in the bedroom. Okay. That one is actually disguised to look like a wall socket. A little uncomfortable. Depends on what that bug is. Camera? Is it radio? Is it... It's just audio. And you find one in your kitchen. And there's three in the living room. Mm-hmm. Well, these are all, all these yeah. are all new ones. These are all new ones, yeah. yeah. It's more disturbing that you were okay with those being there. <laughs> he knew about them and didn't, <laughs> oh, it didn't yeah. bother him. <laughs> yeah. Everybody has them. That's more disturbing. Everybody has them, he says. I don't know about that. Everybody has, Everybody has some listening devices. A new one every single day. All right. Um... How's the one in the kitchen disguised? Uh, so that one actually looks like it is screwed into your ceiling up. Ceiling right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Yeah. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to start sweeping the floor, like with a broom. Okay. And then I'm going to like act like I'm get cobwebs off the ceiling. Okay. And then actually smash the ceiling light. Okay. And plunge yourself into darkness. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and make There's it. still lights in the other room. Go ahead and Aaron is grinning. <laughs> Go ahead and make it's a phys- darkness. physique roll. Physique roll. Okay. Seven. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's a wooden handle grin. <laughs> Aluminum bristles and steel handle. That would be a heavy broom. That would be very heavy. So I've broken that particular uh, listening device. Okay. And I have ways to mask the recordings of the other ones already. You like set up little little sound to speakers next to them. Yeah. Like white noise. 
Actually, you just do have there was one of yeah. things that do nothing but make waves. You do it on your phone, too. It's... Anyway, there's an app for that. Let's get everything set up for uh, a visit. Okay. Sam, what were you doing before you received a phone call? Before I received a phone call, I had just gotten back from a hospital. What time of day is it now? You're coming over in the evening, I would say. Yeah. Um, my house. So it's afternoon when you called. Yeah. So yeah, actually, I would have gotten home, would have um, gone to sleep, and then I actually would have tried to call Chime's place as well, because we had been trying to find him the previous night and not received an answer. So I would have been cleaning my gear, uh, my gun, and recovering from the prior evening, because even though we went and showered at Chime's place, we didn't really clean at Chime's place. Like, so we're all, I was still a little gross. And Sam likes to be clean. Sam prefers cleanliness to filthiness. You know, the my apartment is very organized, very neat, militaristic. It's rather sparse, though, from what I remember. Yes. Bed, trunk, table chair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it looks like I just the necessities to live. All right. So, Julian, you're walking with an old lady. Crazy old lady. Who talks to animals. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if she's a proxy or innate, or if the dog's a proxy or innate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not sure of what's going on there. Something yeah. is going. So she moves rather quickly through the city, and she seems to be rather surreptitious, able to sneak around really well, go from one place to another without getting noticed very easily. So on the way, um, he was like, "Ah, oh, you're." Moving around the city pretty quickly. Well, you have to sometimes. So, I mean, he's going to be straight up. So, what is your power? Why is it that everybody has to have a power? They don't have to, but obviously, I have a strong feeling that you do. Or you're connected with someone or something that does. Step into the shadows here. I'll show you. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure <laughs> that is the best. Oh. You step into the shadows, I'll step right here. Okay. <laughs> I'll step into the shadows then. So she steps into the shadows, and she reaches <coughs> up behind her ear, does a little motion, and you hear a click, and she takes her face off. Oh, oh dang. Now, in Consiglio... Would consigli- people in Consiglio even know <clears throat> Probably not. about Andrew? No. Not the general. Because I know Julian from his hometown in Greenhaven would not even know- have known about. Because that's so far removed from where the... From the animal enclave, yes. Yes. I'm not sure he would might not even know the existence of Andrew. Exactly. So this is something that he has never experienced before. But now things make a lot more sense for you. As Do they? For you, not for uh, Julian. Uh. <laughs> okay, yeah, so Julian is going to kind of give a raised eyebrow, cock his head, like turn sideways and back away slowly, and he's reaching into his pocket. Well, okay, when she takes the face off, do I see what, like gears and... Yeah, gears and... Uh, and a hamster. <laughs> this is all I am just a hamster running on a wheel and somebody's head 
It's it, a little guy controlling. It's, it's a horrible existence, but somebody <laughs> has no, to do it. Men in black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so um, it's matte gray metal, and you can see like uh, etchings on it. There are some wiring, like gold filigree wiring, laid into the gray metal. Um, you can see like regular teeth. You can see like gears that are opening and closing her mouth. Also, her eyes, um, they appear to be regular eyes, you know, um, but it's like it's a, a, a ball, but it it looks like they could move independently of each other if they wanted to. So, yeah, Julian is doing that, is backing away, hand reaching for his weapon, oh, yeah. and it's like, you, you're a machine. She just nods. That's right. And that won't do anything for you. And she motions towards the hand that's going towards the weapon as she puts her, her face back on. But how, how are you, how is a machine walking around, not connected to anything? They do it all the time where I come from. Where are you from? A long way away. Obviously, have you, have you ever heard of the animal preserves? Way south of here? Hmm. But you do know geography. You haven't lived your entire life here in Conticlio, have you? No, I've only been here the past couple of years. So you do realize that there are things in this world that you probably have not seen? Uh, obviously. Yeah. What is your purpose? My purpose is to help healing hands. What is your position on the council? That they could be listening. What is your position on elementals? Elementals are not something that I try to concern myself with on a regular basis. I don't understand them. Um, Real quick, out of the game, I thought that the androids were powered by elementals. Just because they're powered by something doesn't mean they understand them. They are. Mm-hmm. Julian has no idea. Continue. Do we know that for a fact? Yes. It was written into the microscope. So Julian says, maybe you should try to understand them. Because really, ultimately, they should not be trusted. Honestly, from my perspective, a lot of humans can't be trusted. Well, you are correct there. I would venture to say that a decent portion of those people who can't be trusted are because they're being influenced by elementals. Wouldn't it be ironic if the council was made up entirely of elementals already? We had this discussion before. At this point, the more pressing concern is with the status of your city, the status of your nation. Do you think the rest of the world lives under control of a council like North Belisara does? I think this problem is bigger than what's going on in North Belisara, because to my knowledge, elementals are everywhere. That is my concern. I have numerous experiences with elementals, most of which are not good. Fair enough. At this point, this conversation is just hindering us from actually accomplishing what we're setting out to do. Which is just make it to the hospital. Make it to the hospital. Try and see what we can do to help healing hands. And if one thing leads to another, maybe we will even deal with your elemental issues further down the line. Just to be clear, I am helping healing hands because 
what they're dealing with somehow has my daughter wrapped up into it. So you're in this for personal goals, personal reasons. I was one, first off, hired to investigate the same thing that Healing Hands is investigating. Number two, that just so happened to be the same issues that I am having personally. I made this clear with other members of Healing Hands that if what needs to be done gets in the way of my personal investigation, my personal goals of finding, rescuing, saving my daughter, I'm choosing my family first. Fair enough. I, and I would put my flock ahead of ahead of Healing Hands. Flock? Like there are many, many, many more of you? I didn't say they were like me. You you saw one. Dog is a machine too. No, but I do care deeply for the dog. All right. Yeah. <laughs> to the hospital. Not for the council. To the hospital. To the hospital. Trash, Trash can. can. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. So they continue. Jer, you and Katari are walking right along. He's walking, wishing that he had a bed instead of a road under his feet. No, we can't have everything. He's not vocalizing it. It's oh, just I know. Internal. This is your GM telling you that he's going to make your life miserable. What? <laughs> Dang it. Katari seems to be rather withdrawn. There's going to be rather withdrawn as well. Just going to walk along, not saying a thing. Okay. She actually stops abruptly underneath a bridge. And turns and faces you. You think you're rather cute back there, don't you? I didn't stop. I kept walking. <laughs> going to the hospital. <laughs> she picks up a rock and, and throws it at your back. Hey! I'm talking to you. Still keeps walking. <laughs> Shouts back. I thought we had a destination to get to. We do, but we need to talk first. We can talk on the way. We want to talk in public. He's still going. He's going to force her to walk and talk. He feels another rock hit his back. He hears footsteps after him. You think it's rather cute to keep ignoring me, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Keeps walking. <laughs> <laughs> what did you need to talk about? Do you think I wouldn't recognize you? Doesn't respond to that at all. Jer, I know you're a proxy. Doesn't respond to that either. <laughs> I know that you hid your face. Doesn't respond to that either. <laughs> He's gonna be like this the entire time, and it's gonna really irritate you, Jer Jordan. <laughs> the old man. I mean, like, yeah, he is. He is. He's, he is grumpy, being a grumpy crotchety. Old. He's missing sleep. He's exhausted. <laughs> and he's very old. And yeah. He's very old. He's over 200 years old. You wouldn't have done this to Alexander, would you? He's not alive. Well, I am. Congratulations. He's still talking over his shoulder as he keeps walking. You know what? Fine, you be that way. Thank you. You're going to really regret someday how horribly you've treated other people in your life. Name of the game. I already regret it. Yeah, well, maybe Alexander would still be alive if you hadn't, if you hadn't been like this. I've gotten over that many years ago. Have you though? Locking you yourself, crying, locking yourself away so that nobody can see find you. 
trying to live under different names, moving from country to country, pretending you're first one person and then another. This is when he stops and he turns to her and says, look. You're like a child throwing a tantrum because things didn't go your way. He says, look, this is about my life, not about yours. It's about my breathing, not about yours. I don't care if I'm breathing or not. It's just me, 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 me. When are you going to start working with other people? I already did that. Really? And then keeps walking. You're a real asshole, Jerryland. Knew that from day one. Not disputing it. <laughs> Man's got a point. <laughs> Just so you know, I am working with other people right now. Oh, really? Yeah. You know what it got me? <laughs> Go ahead and share. If that, this is all you want to talk about. He points at where the fireball was. The cracked dome. And the cracked dome. Look behind you. Yeah, is there a noticeable temperature drop yet? It's getting there. Yeah, it's... Would anybody that is not in that area actually know that the dome has been cracked yet? I don't think it's a spread this far north. The knowledge? Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. He, he would point at where the fire was and be like, catastrophe. That's what I get. And keeps walking. Every time? Every single time. I wonder what the common factor is there. That's why I left. Yeah, we'll go ahead and take a break here. Hey, Mets, have you ever read Dragonlance? Dragonlance, that sounds familiar. Well, it was a it was a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Yeah. That they turned into a book. Okay. And here's the crazy part, though. Let, let me just pitch this to you, all right? The narrator of the book is actually unreliable. He's spinning us one story while trying to tell another, and you have to kind of piece together from contextual clues or missing information exactly what's going on. It's really, really deep and really, really cool. Really? No, I'm just kidding. It's about an annoying gnome. So it's more like my life. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a good thing we have better novels than that to analyze on Alzebo's Soup, where we literally become our favorite authors by devouring portions of their brains. Devouring brains, of course, means reading books. And, and over at Alzebo's Soup, we dive deep into some of our favorite novels, especially those by famed author Gene Wolfe. If you're interested, please come check us out. We're online at alzebosoup.libsyn.com or on any of your favorite podcast hosting services. I'm sorry if I offended any Dragonlance listeners. No, you're not. Two of you, with your companions, arrive at the hospital pretty much at the same time. So, do we just enter through the lobby? Or are we snuck in some... I would imagine that you have to sneak in. Okay. When do we actually meet up? And where? We, we meet up in the morgue. In the morgue. It's cold. And it smells. Yep. Like dead people. It shouldn't smell that much. No, it smells. I, I haven't been in the morgue before. It smells. It just smells weird. It's just like like a really high. weird antiseptics kind of. It's just weird smell. Just like your footsteps echo as you walk through the floor. So when he sees Katari, she seems rather fed up. <laughs> he's gonna he walks right up to her he's like a question did you actually get my message or did you already send for me I got your message okay is that why you sent for me or were you gonna send for me anyway no that was why I sent for you thank you Sarani not why she sent for me 
Sarani. Sarani. We will talk later about that. What's this business with gas pump? My question is, what kind of elemental runs her? That's a good question. <laughs> S-F-I, what a spirit. Yes, Bard. Yes. Which What's one going? is he? Well, we're going to have to find out, won't we? Well, we're going to look through all these till we find them? Yeah, I mean... I, last I saw him, he was in the in the hospital room. That was the last time I saw him, too. Well, they were moving him down. I saw him after you did. So, how did you find out about this? I went to visit him, and I, I found him dead. So you were the first one that found him? Yes. When was this? Probably around noon. How does Atari's elemental work? Oh, I keep forgetting that Julian is seeing extra stuff. Yes. Oh, right. Did he see anything with the android? The android? No. No? No. Her elemental looks like it is a bronze curious, like a chest plate that she is wearing. Interesting. That's the only integration. I don't see tendrils going anywhere. Or... Correct. If you looked at Jer's elemental right now, it looks like it's boiling. Uh, Jer's going to so... go over and start looking at, at name tags on the, uh, the doors if there are any. Okay. Does Julian see any other elementals in the morgue? No. Uh, about three or four in you find Gaspar. The other ones are like older people. Uh, one's a small child, like a preemie. Oh. <laughs> Dang. That would have been hard. Yeah. Opens it up, slides them out. It looks like there's a bonsai tree growing out of his mouth. <gasps> yeah. That's not normal. Nope. There is dirt that is like packed solid in his nostrils. And if you like pushed away the, like the, the roots a little bit of the bonsai tree, you could see his mouth is completely filled. Um, if you tapped on his chest, it sounds solid. It sounds solid. Okay. So Julian and looking at this, I was gonna say verbally outright, it's like, so the question is which of the earth elementals did this? I mean he was bonded to an earth elemental, but yet still had this happen to him. Julian remembering that he saw was able to see how powerful Choler's elemental was. Mm -hmm. Can you get a sense of how powerful Katari is? Katari is fairly powerful. Like, she's not not at this level. Um, most of what she can do is more like infuse the ground with extra nutrients. That kind of stuff. Alright, so he's going to say obviously it had to be somebody that was pretty powerful to overcome Gaspar's elemental. Unless Gaspar's elemental turned on him. I mean, and he's pointing to Katari, he's like, you're pretty powerful with your Earth stuff. I get a sense. How powerful is this? It's not so much a matter of power, it's a matter of intent. This is a very malicious act. 
I mean, seen I've seen it like with this in over 150 years. You've seen it, great. I'm not saying that to go be- ahead belittle what you're saying. I'm just saying that this it's not that great yeah. <laughs> that this thing can yeah. kind of thing can happen. Go ahead and make me a roll. Uh, we're going to go ahead and say that this is this is like a, a knowledge roll to remember like the situation where you where this happened. 19? Mm-hmm. What is it, 19? Not uh, bad. No, uh, 20. <gasps> you have a penis. <laughs> 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 you had to advance a little bit. <laughs> so you can remember, you can remember the event. Mm-hmm. Like it was crystal clear in your mind. 150 years ago. This was a defining moment uh, when the true love of your life was killed. <gasps> what? <laughs> the true love of your life. I was gonna turn. No. <laughs> what happened to her? Hers was a little less flattering. Hey. How do you mean? This is flattering. <laughs> Instead of just being suffocated and a tree growing out, <gasps> split open with a tree growing out. Oh, so this is like a planted by piggies. That's what I was was comparing it to in my head. For those of you who don't know, read the Ender Wigan series. Yes. Yes. Jillian's going to pipe up. It's like, so I've seen this with fire elementals that when they want to leave their proxy, they pretty much torch them and then jump free or to somebody else. Could this have been his elemental choosing to leave? Nope. An attack. So it was setting someone on fire. Would this have happened as a result of an earth elemental leaving their proxy? In all my years, I've never seen this happen from an earth elemental leaving. I've never seen an earth elemental leave. How does that... What happens? Guys, I've never seen an earth elemental leave either. <laughs> earth proxy right here. That's Katari. Duh. <laughs> so, typically, Earth proxies have a little bit more of a holistic approach. Fire ones are bad. Yes. Air proxies are the nastiest. It depends on your definition of nasty. Have you ever seen somebody's lungs turned inside out? You can do that? Well, shake can. <laughs> Typically, when somebody dies, the reason that people are buried is so that their elemental can peacefully leave, their earth elemental can peacefully leave their body and go into the ground. This is not peaceful at all. So you don't think this is a result of an elemental leaving? No. No, I think this is the result of an elemental being stolen. Stolen? I was an elemental stolen. Jillian pauses and then doesn't complete his sentence or question if he knows. He knows a, a way that an elemental can be stolen. Well, we know it wasn't natural causes. <laughs> what now? <laughs> While you're talking, the tree seems to like wave in a breeze that cannot be felt in the room. And it seems to grow a few centimeters. And root? <laughs> <laughs> 
Julian notices this. Yes. If you're paying attention to it, you would notice that the tree is larger. And he points at it. It's like, it's growing. Visibly. Trees do that. Visibly? Like, so you can see them grow? Not normally, no. Reaches into his coat, pulls out his jar of dirt. <laughs> I've got a jar of dirt! <laughs> and what are you doing with your jar of dirt, Captain Sparrow? <laughs> and he... Takes some, takes some out, sprinkles it on the ground, stands on it, and holds it out and says, somebody do the same. Do the same. Gare? Gare reaches over and grabs a pinch out and sprinkles it on the ground and Sarani puts his toe on it. I thought she oh, left. She left. Oh. No, I thought she was still there. I, I think her. everybody assumed yeah. the way that sounded was that she was leaving. No, I yeah. thought she was just thanking her for bringing you. So, so is she there? Yep. Right after Jer takes some dirt out and Sarani reaches for it, he like brings it back to his his body kind of abruptly and quickly and just kind of stares at her a little bit. Manners. I only need one person right now. Okay. Thank you. And he closes it up and <laughs> puts it back in his, <laughs> in his pocket. And now he's going to try and sense any earth elementals, even not in his line of vision that are around. Okay. So it's a willpower check. Yes. Do you have a target number written down? Nine. Okay. That's slow. It is. Uh-huh. Because I took a lot of disadvantages. Too, so. <laughs> nope. Well. Nope. <laughs> I got a seven. Um, I'm going to spend a character point. Okay. Definitely get it. Okay. So, Earth Elementals within 100 meters. None. Other than Qatari. Correct. Not in the hospital either? 100 meters? There might be some higher up. This is like in the basement of the. So, Julian is going to say there are no other Earth proxies within 100 meters other than you pointing to Qatari. How is this tree still growing out of him without being actively influenced by an elemental? If a person is harnessed to two, two elementals. That's a thing? You haven't even met the fire drakes who do this. Um, I think we ran into some, at least one, and Julian pauses and is like, Gaspard's son. Also, an Earth proxy. He was at the hospital. We brought him back. I say we, not Jer, because I Jer wasn't with you. Did some torpedo thing in the sewer, and <laughs> we didn't see him. But Sam and I brought Abel back to Gaspar. So you're saying that you brought his son back to him yes. with another person. Sam. So you're talking about Sam Falouge, correct? Yes. You left him alone with Sam. I left him with his father. Who's in a hot who was in a hospital then. Now he's dead. He had guards posted outside. Well okay. Your guards. Gaspar got you there. Yeah, well Gaspar had a <laughs> Gaspar had a, a, a tendency to 
you're a little trusting. And if he decided he liked somebody, they were all in. Didn't matter what the guards were doing. Didn't mean matter like, if they wanted to be in or not. You mean like I'm not talking to you. You mean like you? What do you mean me? He seems to really trust you. Or oh, yeah. did trust you. Of course. He also really trusted Jaren. Uh, they have a history. I have a history with them too. Well, that is not Jaren. Jaren's old. Old. <laughs> Older than even you know. I don't doubt it. Gaspar and I met a long time ago. Jaren and I met a long time ago too. He just refuses to remember. Not a refusal to remember, it's a refusal to acknowledge. So, we need to find Sam. Figure out what happened at the hospital after I left. Sounds fair. In the meantime, I have to go report to our superiors. Um, why don't we all go find Sam? Healing hands. I want to use the word council, it sounds dirty. But our leaders don't know that he's died. So one of us has to go make a report. You know Sam better. I know Healing Hands better. Let me just go ahead and handle this, and then we can go on from there. Fair enough. There needs to be a whole lot more information revealed soon. Fair enough. You talk about Gaspar being trusting. If you want... The people that are supposed to supposedly be working with you to actually trust you. You guys have not been on the up and up with disclosing information necessary to all parties. And this is the second time we're having this conversation. You just like information. I'm an investigator. That's what I do. I do information. You're very inquisitive somebody. All right. And Jer knows... That I will get the information one way or the other. You're good at finding answers. Hmm. If you want me to trust you, you'll give me the information. If I have to find out on my set on my own, I know you have something to hide. Sarani taps Atari on the shoulder. We have given him some information that he did not have already today. Katari turns and goes, What? You told him? Sarani shakes her head, showed him. And that needs to be followed up with a laundry list of answers. Showed him what? <laughs> he can tell you later. Right now we have more pressing issues. Don't you think? Like finding out what happened to kill this man. He's dead. What does he care? It's not about <laughs> what he cares. It's about if somebody else is if somebody is hunting us. If we are next on the list. If you are next on the list. I'm always next on the list. In your own mind. And it is what time? We said it was around five-ish when you got there. Yeah. So we'll say it's, a, it's getting close to six. Okay. Anyone know where Sam lives? Chime knows where Sam Chime lives. knows. Did but I... as far as we know, Chime's... Missing. Missing, uh. kidnapped, or dead. Katari would know. Yeah, Katari knows. Yeah. So, so Julian's going to pipe up and says, all right, fine. We will let me restate that. You will disclose much more information shortly. Uh, right now, finding Sam. I know where he should be in about 30 hours. Well, that's a little too long. 
I I agree. Yeah. I and she grabs a, a doc, like a piece of notepad paper, rips it off, scribbles down an address, and hands it to you. This is this is where Sam lives. And looks at it. It's like that. Actually, surprisingly, not too far from here. Okay, we've got somewhere to start a search. What? Thank you so much. I would tell you thank you, but you would say no. I'm doing it for me. Jerry just gives her a glower and walks out the door. Might want to plant him soon. (laughs) (laughs) Seen too many things. Well, he hasn't slept in over 24 hours. He's tired. I think your character should die by the end of this campaign. We're going to hold that for the commentary episode. <laughs> Talk about which of our characters we want to see die the most. But for right now, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Thank you for listening to Bone Growers Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater, and also you can look us up on Facebook. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.